On this episode, we have Caitlin O'Connor from Rochester, New York. On this episode, Caitlin takes us through what works for her and what hasn't in growing her business. Let's get into it. But yeah, thanks for hopping on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Let's just kind of jump right into it and uh, just go ahead and introduce yourself. That sounds great. Um, my name is Caitlin O'Connor. I am a local real estate agent here in Rochester, New York. Um, I work for Keller Williams Realty here. And uh, this is my third full year in real estate. My third year anniversary is coming up on August 20th. And I couldn't be more thrilled to be in this business. It's super rewarding. And um, yeah, nice. a little, about, little bit about yeah, me. What, what led you to real estate? That's a great question. So I have a little bit of an unconventional background um, and how I got into the real estate. Um, I've been in the real estate industry for probably about 13 years. Um, I actually worked for a real estate um, prospecting and lead generation company. And what we did, um, I and I, I worked for them for 13 years. And uh, what we did is we actually prospected for real estate agents nationally. And we would call like for sale by owners and expired. So my entire background was talking the talk or, and not walking the walk. So um, so during um, COVID hit, you know, in 2020, and of course, I had already thought about getting my real estate license, you know, multiple times. Um, but this time I finally just went through and, and I did it during COVID. I'm like, who wants to waste time doing absolutely nothing? And the tough thing was, is I wasn't able to actually sell homes right away because I couldn't get into them. So it was a really interesting time um, to have gotten my real estate license. But but the first, uh, because of my background and when our company kind of got up and running again, I started to work for sale by owners and it took off from there. So you have no problem. That's what led me into the. Gotcha. So you have no problem really jumping on the phone and cold calling? No. Oh my gosh, that's that's huge because I can't stand it. It's none. I don't. I don't like to do yeah. it. Um, I don't like to do it. But I think that you know, with my background and being in the industry that I was in, it kind of what I think that it helps most with. And as I transitioned into like actual, you know, working in real estate, being a realtor, was I knew the lingo of real estate. I could talk the talk. Um, there's obviously a lot to learn. It's like drinking from a fire hose. But I could talk the talk and I understood the market. Um, I understood realtors in general. Uh, so I think just like my confidence level and the, you know, being able to have conver- the conversations with buyers and sellers was there. So, yeah. And probably developing a thick skin, I'm assuming too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there's, but real estate, like nobody prepares you for this business. Like, you know, everyone says, like, oh, everybody's different. You hear these crazy stories, but like, Every story is different, and I could have never expected what I would experience in real estate. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, okay, so you made that transition, really. Did you hop right on a team, or did you go solo? Solo. Um, Yep, solo. I, um, you know, I know that there's, you know, there's so many benefits to joining a team, and every, you know, a lot of people tell you, like, join a team, learn the processes, understand you know, what they're doing, maybe become an admin. But to myself, like my background is in sales and marketing. So, and, you know, I felt like I I had a lot of confidence in that. And so I was more, um, I wanted to kind of do 
not a slow roll because you want to build your business as soon as possible. But I felt what was going to be most important was building my brand from the beginning Um, and kind of learning from there. But, you know, everybody has a different road. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you go about like building your brand right from the beginning, not being on a team? Yeah. So, um, well, of course, you know, you start posting on, on Facebook and Instagram. And although posting a picture of a front door, like showing that you're at, you know, it's not going to give you an instant customer, but how I built my brand is I literally made sure that I was doing something in real estate. Like every single weekend, whatever I did in real estate, I became that annoying person that was constantly posting about it on my stories. And it just, I, I wasn't concerned about am I getting a business from this post? I just wanted to be top of mind. And then um, my marketing, like my logo and everything, I just remained very consistent with that. Um, I also, I had a really big sphere, but I think a lot of people think when they get their license, your business is going to automatically come from your friends and family, and it doesn't. So I I feel like it comes from your friends and family once they see you and they trust you that you're actually doing (laughs) things in this business. So so I, um, building my brand, I also have like I had a book club that I started during COVID and we were like um it kind of people caught on to it and I was doing the book clubs via Zoom but then I started to do them in person as we could get together and I started to have like 40 women 40 to 50 women show up at these book clubs and you know we would we would read you know uh personal um development books we would and we started to read all different types of books but it created um, a really good um, sphere for me. Like it, women that I didn't know, people that I did know, but I always made sure that, you know, I didn't want it to be a networking group by any means, but what it did is it really helped people understand like who I am through conversation. And then they know that I'm a real estate agent and then they just begin to trust me and they talk to me. So I ended up just organically getting, and I still do get, um, there's like almost 700 women that are part of this book club now and majority of them live in rochester and so now as they get to know me like they just naturally want to reach out to me and ask for my advice or you know talk about they know i'm a realtor so that that was a big thing in my branding um because everyone kind of the the word kind of got out there that i'm was a realtor that's really cool so you really created basically like a community you know you you had your you know certain sphere of influence that you kind of you know you, you didn't get too too much from but you went out and created your own um, your own sphere, really, that had nothing to do with real estate that would come back around with referrals, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the thing. Like, you want to create a community, but I think a lot of realtors, and by the way, I'm not like this big mega producer now. Like, I'm having the best year that I've, that I've had, and it's been very successful. But I feel like that's like one thing that, you know, we might be missing as real estate agents and creating our brand with people is attracting them to things that they like naturally and, and creating organic relationships. So I'm like, I love to read. So let me get women together. And they like to get together and have wine and read and hear other people's real life stories that naturally come out in the discussions that we have in the book. And it, it's been wildly successful. It's got to expedite the process of getting someone to trust you too. If they no like and if they like the same things that you have it's a very easy conversation to get to know somebody right yeah and being vulnerable like in front of them and that's like you know doing a podcast it's like that's you know we could do videos on on instagram right or or create like a tiktok and you know kind of like 
mirror other realtors' TikToks and say, hey, what are the top five things that you should do as a, a first-time home buyer? I think that's like creating, you know, you're creating value and, and building your, um, you know, your brand that way. But like more so for me, it's like I want people, I want to get in front of people and, you know, cr- create, help them get to know really truly who I am and vice versa. So um, it's it's been great. Yeah. And that's not like, so that's not really a fast process either. Like you mentioned, you know, obviously you want to grow your, your business as fast as possible, but you want to be smart about it. Um, and I feel like for agents for, or newer agents, at least it's hard to like not be so transactionally focused. It's more focused on the, you should be more focused on the relationship. And that can be difficult because you know, we're paid commission, right? So it's like when something doesn't close and we don't have a deal the second, then we don't get paid. So is that kind of like a hard mind shift to have, or did you already have that mind shift mind, mind frame going into it? Yeah. So, um, that's really funny because I, um, I was, I was very fortunate where I was still working my other full-time job, um, where my income was coming from that. Right. So building my real estate business to me, and I realized that not everybody has that, um, has that luxury to do that, you know, and becoming, um, having a job when they get into real estate. But for me, um, it was more so like real estate's like the long game. You know, I'm like, I know that that is what's going to be so important in the longevity of my business is to create these relationships. And, you know, transactional, um, don't get me wrong, there's like crazy clients once in a great, great while that you're like, okay, that was a transaction. Um, You wish them the best and you move on. But um, transactional, I was more transactional based because I wanted to be competitive and I wanted to show like, other realtors that I wanted to be in the game and I wanted them to know who I was. So I got offers accepted. And so I was able to build credibility and respect in the business. And I feel like that's more so where I was concerned about my production. And then with my clients, I wasn't really feeling that. I just wanted them. I wanted to create my brand. Yeah. So that's cool. That's yeah. Really... And like obviously help them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a really unconventional way to kind of really go about it. That's a really cool idea you know i've i had one agent that came on the podcast and rather than doing you know door knocking to residences she would go to businesses you know um yeah bid the big fish yeah yeah you know um but the whole the the book club and having that many people um a part of it do you market that at all or um i market that like with my clients so with my past clients um my current clients my past clients like I almost don't think about it so much as marketing. It's really funny because when I tell them about it and I'm excited to like invite them to it, it's more so because I want to, I want them to stay in my life and I want to be connected with them. So it's like, um, I'm like, do you read books? Like some people don't. And I'm like, well, you can audible because I audible, but um, I always invite them to my book club. And so, and it's the book club is actually a group on Facebook. So it's not just a page that you like. It's not just an Instagram page. It's a group. So anything I post in there, everybody gets, um, an update and I don't post anything about business in there. It's strictly about our book club. Um, cause that's annoying. I mean, I, I think it's annoying. You don't, they're there for book club. Sure, sure. They don't want to hear about my business. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, you know, and I tell them about it and so many of my clients are in the book club and I, I love to be able to see them and have a, a long relationship with them. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a hell of a lot better than sending, you know, happy birthday, one year anniversary email or a card or something like that. So you're actually like, yeah. How often do you guys, how often do you see your past clients through the book club? Um, well, probably every six weeks, but not everyone, every, not every woman, woman is like part of that, of course, you know, and then I, 
have other ways that I communicate with them, but I I just love when they when they do come because it's it's a great way to stay connected. Yeah, that's an awesome. But other ways, you know, yeah. I mean, their husbands are probably like, oh, they're going to book club again. They're just going to drink tonight and like, you know, drink drunk club. I think my husband called it drunk, drunk club because jokes, but yeah, <laughs> that's great. But but I'm going to host it at my house this upcoming month. So um, in a couple weeks, so I have like a girl. She's coming to do a full like charcuterie table. Um, you know, I'll have water bottles that I brand with my business. You know, for anybody who comes and. You know, I do a little bit of marketing that way, but I more so just want to come from a place of contribution and have a great time. Yeah, it's like an event that you're that you do for your past clients, which is really difficult to do, right? I feel like marketing to your past clients is one of like everyone knows we have to do it, but it's like probably one of the harder things to figure out to do. Like, how do I provide value to someone I already worked with? And yeah, nail it down with something that you're gaining interest at. Yeah, you know. I have a I have a ways to go because that's something that I'm working on, like marketing. My- my past clients like birthdays and like what is valuable and you know i thought about making like a real estate like you know how like they have like uh the bark boxes yeah. or like the dog boxes like i thought about making like two of them a year and sending them to my past clients because like you know agents do like drop-offs mm-hmm. well like it's so exciting to get something in the mail and you're like oh what's this yeah. you know like to open it up so i don't know i'm working on it we're, we're always working i know right? i know it's like we're you know the train's coming down the tracks so we're trying to like Put the trash down. Same doesn't trash. <laughs> yeah. Do you use a CRM for your past clients? I do not. Okay. Nope. I use. Well, I'm sorry. I absolutely do. Um, I use Command okay. with Keller Keller Williams Command. However, I do not have a a system in place except for like home anniversaries and birthdays. Um, I just finally hired a transaction coordinator and getting you know just trying to get some of my systems in place. So I'm um. I'm working progress there. <laughs> one one thing I, I was like kind of researching myself, it's this tool and I'll, I'll text it to you after. I can't remember what it was called, yeah. but it's a tool where it's a gift box, right? So you can have your branding on the box and you send them, the client, a link. And what it does is it like uses AI. So like they answer questions like, do you have a dog? And it's like, yes or no. Do you have a cat? Yes or no. Oh. Do you Are you a coffee drinker? Do you like salts or sweets? Like, so it, uses like it has them all these qualifying questions and then they get a box like you don't know what it's going to be and they don't know what it's going to be and it'll just like put different stuff based on how they answer those questions that's crazy yeah so it's super easy like they they hold the box for you they package it for you so it's really like hands off so you're talking about systems like that's something that i just i that's came across a, fairly that's amazing yeah. yeah i love to i love to see that so yeah it's uh yeah, it, it's a great tool. I mean, um, it's it's something I kind of want to start implementing on my side because, you know, once it closes, it's, it's kind of like, let me know if you have any other right. friends that want to buy a house. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. difficult yeah. to yeah. stay in touch with them. So, um, but um, so you hired just hired a transaction coordinator, right? Yep, just hired a transaction coordinator. How? So how, what was like? What was the process right like to bring someone on? Was that difficult to? Be, delicate or was there a time in like you're like man i'm doing way too much i need to like back off and have hire someone to do this kind of thing yeah so i um i'm extremely adhd i am very very good at um i'm great i'm i'm detail oriented but i am good at being in front of people i do negotiating deals that's probably one of my my stronger suits um i think just because of my background but um, I 
was getting so busy where I wasn't feeling like I was getting giving my client like the like they were still getting attention. I always return my calls. I always, um, you know, return texts. I'm on top of the transaction. But when I was feeling like I was getting like bogged down with paperwork and, you know, just kind of like following up in the timelines of the process, like it was taking away my joy from doing the things that I did best. So um, you will talk about you. I know you're going to ask me a different question that might relate to this, but um, my husband read like he's he reads all the real estate books. He literally went out. He's an IT guy. He's not a realtor, but he went out and he like read The Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary Keller. He read The One Thing. He, he's reading like the millionaire investor like he just is that guy he's like amazing but he read you know the millionaire millionaire real estate agent and he's like finally he's like got to the point he goes you know what i think it's time and i'm so grateful for other agents and the relationships that you build because i was talking to an agent i think she's in chicago and she goes you need to hire you need to talk to your office and tell them ask them who is taking on transaction coordinator work like work if anybody wants more work. And unfortunately, we didn't have anybody in my office that was specifically doing that for agents. But I was connected to um, this company called the Ashley Group. And I strongly, strongly, um, you know, suggest if anybody is looking for like a transaction coordinator, the Ashley Group, they are absolutely fantastic. They do a per transaction. Um, She was actually the... um, market she was the mca and the buffalo keller williams but she moved to north carolina and she now has a team of transaction coordinators and i pay them per transaction so i am able to i was i i feel very lucky i literally only took me two conversations to get to them and this girl i was so scared about implementing the process because i'm um i'm not um i'm a visionary person like i'm not a great like executor as far as like how to show somebody processes and so I was so scared about that and this girl Candace came in and she was she told me what I'm doing with my business basic I'm like kind of being facetious but they just already had the process in place and they know what questions to ask you to plug in your branding and to plug in things that are important about your process they literally have it down to a T yeah yeah so it's called they're called the Ashley group the Ashley group. Yeah. So, and it's per transaction. So it's kind of like you don't have somebody totally on your payroll, yeah. um, you know, when you're scaling your business and if things, you have a slow month or two. And if they're, if they have to, you know, okay. if they're sick, if they're out of going out of town on vacation, they handle coverage for you and everything. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Wow. Yeah. And they're all in the States. So you're not like, you know, no offense to anybody that like hires, yeah. you know, companies out of the country or, whatnot but they're all very highly skilled and intelligent and like my transaction coordinator she's a real estate agent herself yeah that's interesting so yeah that's it's i'm like the same way right like i'm i have a like i can have the vision but in terms of like implementing it i'm horrific at like i get distracted very very easily and i'm like on to the next thing and it's like if i could have someone and i found someone finally to like put some systems in place for myself um, with outreach and, and following up past clients and that kind of stuff. Um, so that way I can focus on what I'm good at, right? And, or stuff that I want to do. Because if it's if it's something that like I don't like to do, I'm just not going to do it and it's not going to get done. You know? Yeah. And I can try and yeah. block all I want, but like life happens. You have two kids, right? Like it's going to be, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. I'm kind of the same. Yeah. Same 
yeah, it's always a work in progress. So that's kind of where my business stands right now is just hiring my transaction coordinator. And um, that was the easiest process. So it kind of makes you feel like takes a lot off your chest because you don't know, like, how am I going to start building my not my team, but like, how am I going to start like getting these things in place? And then when it happened and it all came together so nicely, it, I'm like, oh, maybe this isn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. Right, 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 right. Do you have, um, you know, kind of talking about your business, do you have any any plans to bring on like a buyer's agent, seller's agent? Like what are some of your goals for, you know, maybe next year or the next five? So my goals are to be the most profitable individual agent. Um, initially, I want to like ma- absolutely master that. And what I mean by profitable is I would rather bring on a team around me to help me do what I absolutely do best. And um, when I feel as though, because it's all about customer service, right? And it's all about like servicing your clients and and building your brand in a good business where people feel good and um, they have the best experience possible with you. So my goal is to be um, as profitable as possible to build a team around me um, to help me do that. And I will do that as long as I am always servicing and I'm creating a great experience for my clients. And if I feel as though for one second that I'm not, um, that's when I'm going to bring somebody else on. But I also want to, when I bring a buyer's agent on, I feel very strongly about being just as valuable to somebody else as they are to me. So I want to be able to mentor them and understand their goals and for it to be a really good mutual relationship with a buyer's agent and not have them feel like they need to be a buyer's agent forever on my team. Yeah. Like, I want it to be a good partnership, I guess. That's sure. Because um, I feel like a lot of agents, they, when they join teams, they get so lost in being on that team and they feel as though they get stuck in the money that they're making on that team that they don't leave the team and for me, the, another reason why I felt as though I wasn't, I didn't want to join a team. And by the way, I also understand that there's other, like, there's so many benefits of being on a team too. This is just my own personal yep. journey. So um, but I totally, and I, when I thought about being on a team, I'm like, if I want to go get another sales job, I'll go get another sales job. Mm-hmm. But if I want to build a business, I should be on my own and I should build a business. So I want, when I bring on a buyer's agent, I want them to feel like, we're partnering together and that they're building their business too. So I don't know what that's going to look like, but I do want to do that. And hopefully I'll get there in the next year. Yeah. So, I mean, it all comes down to having clients, right? Getting more clients so we can bring, you can bring on more people. Do you have any plans to do any, any more like organic advert, organic stuff on Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, or any more paid, anything like paid wise? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, <laughs> I'm saying how I wanted to start my podcast back up again and kind of come up with a better um, way to do that, like that's very um, functional and timing. So there's two things that I want to do. Um, my next step is to, yes, I want to start my podcast back up. But my second thing is I want to start um, creating like video content, but I don't want to do video content of me like holding my phone in front of me and doing like a selfie. Um, there's this one agent, I don't know if you're familiar with her, but her name is Glenda Baker and she's a real estate agent. And, uh, do you follow her? Um, I love what she does because her personality, she's such a great personality. She just spits like massive information at people. And so my next, like 
Um, branding wise and on social media, my next goal is to start creating some of those videos, but I want them to be professionally, um, professionally, um, like video, like excuse done, me, um, lighting, yes, sound, um, yeah. produce professionally produced videos. So that's my goal there. Um, you know, and as far as other types of marketing, um, I also want to start focusing a little bit more on social media ads. Um, I did so I've done a, some of it on Facebook and Instagram, but I don't feel as though that I've really um, done it intentionally where I've taken the time to learn uh, who to get in front of, what ad, you know, what's your audience for this particular ad, things like that. So um, that's my next goal. And then the other goal that I have is to, I really want to get honed in on my um, past clients and my sphere. Mm-hmm. So um, I just want to think about like what other things that I could do to be valuable to my sphere. Um, my next thing I I also want to do besides the book club is I want to create like a women in business type um, networking group where we just get together maybe once a month and, you know, we talk and I don't care if there's other realtors in it. I don't care if I just want it to be some, some a thing that we provide, yeah. you know, value in. Yeah, it's, it's interesting you bring that up. There's an, I know there's an agent down in, shoot, where is she? Raleigh, North Carolina, that, um, and I can, I'll share with you uh, at once we're done, but she has like a whole group that you're thinking of too. It's a bunch of like women professional, like they're either business owners or like, you know, hire like directors, VPs, that kind of thing. Um, and they meet, they do different seminars, they have business coaches come in. So like, she created this whole kind of community um, similar to what you're talking about. So that's a great yeah. idea. Um, yeah. Do you use the podcast? Um, as like another way to kind of have like a conventional, unconventional community, right? You have like the book club, but are you using the podcast as like another piece of that puzzle? I was, and like I said, I haven't, I haven't done it in a couple months. So, but absolutely. So um, when people came on my podcast, it wasn't to talk about real estate. Um, it was to talk about everything else but real estate. And if real estate came up naturally, it came up naturally. But what I wanted was, again, just to get, like, get myself in front of my audience and get them to know me on a personal level. And we would talk like I would interview women that had, you know, really great stories, um, you know, very inspiring stories. And, you know, one of them was a local newscaster. She came she moved here from Austin, Texas, moved her whole family here from Austin, Texas. Her name is Chris Betts, and she's an interior designer now. But she Moved her family here from Austin, Texas, was a news anchor for literally, I think, a year. And she absolutely hated the, you know, situation that she was in. And she literally quit and was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm pretty sure I'm, I have a vision of what this is going to look like. But to move your family across country and understand when something's not serving you. So, like, my interview was all about her transition and what that looked like for her. And so many women reached out and they were like, wow, thank you so much for sharing that and reached out to her. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, she shared it on her Facebook, right? And her Instagram when she came on, just like people will do with you. So it all just, you know. Yeah. that's just, It's just organically, you know, you get in front of people organically. Yeah. I mean, how how relatable is that, right? If someone doesn't like the situation they're in and how intimidating is that to move from Austin, Texas to, you know, Rochester, New York, right? But she took the leap yeah. and it sounds like it worked out for her, so. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I market towards women (laughs) because, you know, I have women on my podcast, you know, but it's, it's just not, it's just like naturally, it's not for any reason, you know? I mean, like at the end of the day, like, let's be honest, like my wife, I, everybody knows that like she's decision maker. 
So it's kind of like, we're kind of going about the right way. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 It's important. So, I mean, I want to go back to um, some of the videos that you plan on, on doing um, that were professional, that are going to be professionally produced. Um, do you have an idea about what types of content you want to shoot? Is it long form, short form, mm-hmm. is it educational? I want to do two different types of videos. Like I want to do shorts, like the shorts and um, just have like facts. So I started, I've already started to like, I, I have like half a notebook of things that I've written about. Um, I'll be, I'll be showing a house and I walk into a situation and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, why would you do this? Or, you know, or you just have like terrible examples of when people list their home and, you know, things that their, they, their agent doesn't make them do, but it actually stands out crazy when buyers agents are bringing their clients in. So like, I plan on like creating like some short videos like that um, and then maybe creating like some longer ones, like maybe five minutes of, hey, you know, the the basic videos, but you need to do it because it's it's valuable. But like, what should you do when you're thinking about buying a home? What are what are like the top five, you know, things that you need to have in place financially when buying when you're thinking about purchasing your first home? And um, and then to market for listings, I want to talk about things like, hey, um, do you know how you can leverage your first house to, you know, to purchase your next? Yeah. Um, maybe like bridge loans or, you know, how to pull equity to buy investment properties. Like how do you, can you pull the equity out of your house to purchase your own and your next investment property? And hey, by the way, my clients just did this and here's what their numbers look yeah. like. But I want to like sh- teach people how to do things, but like in the simplest form. Yeah. So that's, that's my goal. I want to do shorts and then I want to do like maybe five, five minute videos. Yeah. So, uh, you know, YouTube shorts, Instagram reels, maybe, um, and longer form YouTube. So yeah. Do you plan on, um, like, how do you plan on like measuring, you know, that kind of stuff? Like the, do you use, like, are you going to look at like the comments, the shares? Not sure. <laughs> that, no, I laugh because when I started my podcast, like my husband asked me, his name is Aaron. He's like, so how are we going to measure this success for you? Like, you know, how are you going to measure, you know, the amount, the amount that you're investing versus what you get back? And, you know, I said, I don't really know. This is just what I want to do. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to do, you know, and my gut was like all about it. And I kind of joke because actually the people that produce my podcast, they are, they're called Hill and Valley Creative, the company, and they're, they're wonderful people, but they just closed down their house last week or two weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> so it was like kind of a funny joke. Cause he goes, um, they would love this story too. Cause I'm like, when I was a couple episodes in and he had asked me that and I was like, well, guess what? I already got my first client from my podcast. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, Adam and Tatiana want to buy a house. He's like, really? I go, yeah, that just that I said that that just covered my investment, like joking. Yeah. But how I'm how I will measure my success is I think that we have to be um, true enough to ourselves. Um, we have to well, we have to be consistent with it. So we need to give ourselves enough time to be consistent. But I think measuring the success is like you really do have to like I think financially to be to have enough money coming in in your business to be able to make these decisions of, okay, it makes sense for me to hire Hill and Valley to do a day full full video content for me and pay them twenty five hundred dollars. And I don't know if that's the total cost, but, you know, what you're doing, money has to be coming in to go out. So I think that we can try a lot of things in our business. Some things work and some things don't. 
Um, but we do know that this is where it's going. And if you're always coming from a place of contribution, I think you're, it's going to come back. Yeah. That, I, I have the same kind of mind frame, right? Like I'm doing, I do content on, on Instagram, YouTube, you know, and, and people ask like, what's the ROI of it? And, you know, I, I, to put a real dollar figure on it, I, I couldn't tell you, but I know that like, it's gotten me in front of more people than, you know, if I didn't do it, you know, and it's led me to more right. conversations with other people. And so it's, it's all, I just kind of measure it by conversation. You know, if I can, I can get a video that does, you know, 500 views. That's 500 people that I've got in front of that I didn't even, you know, really have to try, you know, so. That you wouldn't have. Yeah. And then you're in their algorithm and, yep. you know, they'll, you'll come up more often. So, you know, and I don't, obviously I don't have to pay somebody to do that, but um, I want my branding to look really professional and um, to scale up. Um, you know, I've, I've been lucky enough to like this past year, like my average sales price has been a lot higher. I closed on my first almost million dollar property. So that was like, you know, kind of like a, you know, milestone a little bit for me. Um, and I've also been able to create like some really good relationships. So I'm like one of our major hospitals here, they have now named me as one of their main real estate agents for their executives and their physicians, like moving in. So I feel like um, when you start to work my goal is to work with higher end and, you know, any client really, but I just always want my content to look like professional yeah, and absolutely, you know, that's why I want to spend the money on it, but I don't do leads. I don't do, I don't pay for leads. I don't pay for Zillow leads. I don't do any of that. Yeah, That's awesome. Do you, um, was this something that you're planning on implementing this year or is it next year kind of thing? No, like within the next month. Or oh, two. okay. So quick. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, um, yeah. Do you plan on using like a content calendar at all or? I need to. So I just started to, um, I use Canva for like a lot of my own, like I'll do all my own uh, marketing on Canva. And um, I just started to explore like how I can set up my posts yep. to come out. Um, so once I get, I've been working in my command to kind of get things um, like organized as far as birthdays, anniversaries and um, giving, you know, doing, they're called smart plans. So I'm almost there getting that organized. And then with the content, I want to go through and kind of think about like, what's important to people at this time of the month, that time of the month. And I've started to pre, to create, um, marketing. Like as of last month, I have like a bunch of marketing that I started to create as far as like Christmas, Halloween, um, the basics, but now I'm, I'm adding on to that. Yeah. yeah nice. Do you, um, one thing that I use too, I don't know if you've used it, is ChatGPT to, to help with, I, yeah. with ideas or anything. I don't know if have you used it at all. Yeah, I've I've used it for the past two listings that I've had. Yeah, running the description for the listing. Yeah, and of course you got to go through and change yeah. it, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, I wish I had it in college to write like papers and stuff, but. <laughs> um, I know. All right, so we're kind of coming up on the end here, um, and I mentioned this at the beginning. These are three questions I ask everybody that comes on, right? So. The first one, what's one book or podcast you think everybody who's in real estate should either read or listen to? Okay, um, this is really tough, but um, if it's real estate related, I feel like I listen to a lot of real, like different real estate related podcasts, but there's somebody that I, um, Ed Milet is one of my favorite podcasts. You know Ed Milet? I've heard the name, yep, I haven't listened to his podcast. Yeah. So he, his podcast is absolutely one of my favorites. Um, he's great. Um, and I do read a lot of books. I don't know why it's nothing. My favorite isn't popping up, but this is not exactly real estate related, but it's, um, um, he interviewed like 
um, spanks like Sarah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My gosh, yeah, yeah. So he, but he interviews all these huge CEOs, and um, he, in the way that he interviews, he makes their pro, they, he makes their process of building like their multi-million or billion-dollar company sound so simple. And I think as real estate agents, like it's all we're we're always drinking from a fire hose. We think we have to be doing so many things all at once because there's so many realtors around us that are doing so many different things. Um, how I built this is like such a great way to like just hear other entrepreneurs' stories and understand that there's a process and it's very simple. Right. And what, so it was yeah. Ed Milat or was that a different guy? Ed Milat. Ed Milat is one, and then Guy Raz. How I built this is a different one. Okay, cool. Write that down. All right, next one. What should everyone who's in real estate either stop doing or start doing? Um, Stop caring about what other people tell you to do. Stop listening to the minutia that's out there. Everyone has an opinion about what you should be doing at any point of your business. Um, And lean into like who you are and lean into what you what you're great at because not everybody is the same and like once you if you're trying to like duplicate other agents posts or if you're trying to look a certain way on Instagram and like putting a post out there because you think that you should um your audience isn't going to catch on to it but like once you lean into like exactly who you are and relay your message in the way that you feel authentic then that'll work and it doesn't really matter if you like model cars like Talk about your model cars or, you know, it doesn't really matter. Just like lean into whatever you're good at. Stop listening to other people. Don't listen to other realtors because nobody else is invested in your success as much as you are. So as soon as I kind of stopped doing that, because my first year and a half, that was very difficult because I like had so much anxiety and I thought I should be doing what everybody else was doing. And finally, when I was like starting to see a little bit of my own success, I'm like, fuck them. Like, this is me. So, so yeah, so long story short, listen to yourself, stop listening to everybody else and lean into who you are. Yeah. Cause I mean, people can see through the bullshit, especially on social media, yep. you know, so yeah, they totally can. Like people think that they know, know me that don't know me just because they see what I post, like how I, what I post or my stories and I don't try to be anybody I'm not. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Totally agree with that. All right. Last yeah. one. Where can everybody find you online? They can find me on Instagram, Caitlin O'Connor Real Estate. Um, they can also find me on Facebook, um, Caitlin O'Connor. And I also have a Facebook page, um, Caitlin O'Connor Real Estate. Um, or, yeah, or you can, or my website or my Google, my Google business page. Um, if you search Caitlin O'Connor Real Estate on Google, um, I'll come up at the top. You'll see all of my great reviews. And um, I'd love to work with anybody if you're looking to buy or sell a home in Rochester, New York. Cool. Well, thank you. I appreciate it for uh, yeah. hopping on. This was great. Yeah, thank you for having me. I talk a lot. I oh, know you're great. <laughs> this is great. Thank you. Yeah, we should definitely like stay connected. I'd love to like follow up, um, you know, after this too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I have a one, I have a one o'clock meeting, but I love to, to for you and I to keep in contact. So yeah, definitely. 